Ladies and gentlemen, the director of the Mercury Theater and star of these broadcasts... Hello, Alex. We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's, and yet as mortal as his own. We know now that as human beings busied themselves about their various concerns, they were scrutinized and studied, perhaps almost as narrowly as a man with a microscope might scrutinize the transient creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. You asked to rob your Get your out of my face. It's gone. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That is not paid for by them. That is paid for by the people of Detroit. You might be qualified, Emil. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay? You want to go right now, So we had a carefully crafted intro geared towards Halloween with Orson Welles broadcast Mercury Theater War of the Worlds by H.G. Wells. And Mark, who seems to be as fearless as John Hausman. That's what that was. It was, but I think there was an opportunity for you to dub in a little bit of of Orson Welles, and you were afraid. No, you know what? It's a time crunch. You couldn't couldn't touch... What time did you send that to me yesterday? I will send no intro before it's time. That's what Orson Welles said. Actually, I Sometimes said, people run out of it. I like that you're taking your clothes off to start the show. <laughs> a little strip tease, huh? Nice. Oh, yeah, and, right on camera. And speaking of organisms that swarm and multiply in a glass of water, is Sean Windsor here with us from the uh, Detroit Free Press and the uh, Carlos and Yawn podcast? I'm on. Uh, and, look at him. He's uh, going already. I'm neutral here, Mark. And we You've have got the uh, Michigan. Wow. Mike's got the state. Our guest, of course, is state. Kalina Nice. Uh, nice. Kalina Nice. I always get that wrong. No, it's Nice. What? <laughs> I was going to say. How long have you known me? My whole life. You keep changing your name. No, it's always been Nice. You're like Prince. For a while, I only knew you as a symbol. Well. But Do you... your parents uh, pronounce it that way? Nice? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Damn it. How long have you known them? I've known them since they were Hoffman. Hmm. So, so I go way back. All right. I used to play volleyball with, uh, with Kalina's mother in East Lansing way back when. Back when uh, Michigan was the dominant college football team in the state. So that was a very, very long time. I think uh, Fielding Yost was still the coach. And Dr. Anderson was still the doctor, team doctor. We'll see how he sounds next Tuesday. And, uh, and, um, and so we have Kalina here, who now not only um, is, uh, is one of our, our special guests on the show and a, uh, and a sometimes co-host, she has gone off to start her own podcast, inspired by Sean's uh, moonlighting as a podcaster. She said, like Sean, uh, I am going to start a pod- podcast um, that will be of no interest to people in sports. Now, of course, hers isn't geared towards sports, so that's... Hey, that's we sometimes different. have sports on. I had the ah. rugby team... Well, they're going to be on next week. I recorded it last week. We have some sports... More defiance from the, the nice family. So supportive. That's why it's not did, did nice. You, <laughs> nice. Did you write these down? I mean, is this a script? Is this like a football coach kind of writing out the first 10 plays? Have you got the first 10 Sean jokes? Cyrus. You've got a couple of them. Take us out. Cyrus? You going off a script Can you or dig no? That? <sighs> I'm just glad you're here, Sean. Really? I, well, I'm always glad you're here. I wasn't so I wasn't sure. supposed to be here. I didn't know if you were going to be here. Oh, because of last week? Yeah, but that was mostly off the air. Zeus and I were having that conversation. He would be surprised if you were here. I said, I would be surprised if you weren't here. 
Damn it, it does say niece in my phonetic spelling. So he oh, could, yeah, we're still on that. So he could, uh, he could hear all that last week. Sure. Yeah, it's just like he's in the room. So could ML's mom. Yeah, no, was she was sitting here. And before we go any further, I should apologize to... My mom said... Uh, I should apologize to ML's mom. My mom said... Uh, it's nice of you. Nobody she, wants to hear somebody... Get, sorry, Mike. She now refers to you as Sailor Sean. No, yeah. <laughs> like she hasn't heard that from you. Nobody She's, wants to hear their, their child spoken to, you know that way so i apologize for that for sure no, no my, my the first time somebody spoke to me that way it was my mother no and that but that's her right right but when you're a parent oh, so now you say my mom's a foul mouth shrew look <laughs> he walked into that one wow so. no that's her right to <laughs> sorry talk to, mom she can talk to you however she wants to you know if you if, like if a you, sailor now look, my mom talks like you, a sailor even if you dis if you understand your child's done something that you don't agree with, you still don't want to hear that. Oh, so now my mom's ashamed of me? You know what I mean? Oh, that's probably true. Mom, are you out there listening? Mom, can you give us a call at 288-9070? That's Butterfield 89070. I'm very sorry, Mrs. ML. Very, very sorry for that. But just real quickly, yes, Mike and I are pals. I've been getting emails all week. Uh, (laughs) Folks on Twitter. I was at the- Making news here on the Soul of Detroit. So last Tuesday night or Wednesday night, whenever the Pistons home opener was- I'm uh, walking back big, at big at, sports guy, are you? Yeah, right. At halftime, uh, I'm coming back to my seat, and I get stopped by an usher because there's some rappers there, and it's crowded. And I'm trying to go, and she said, "Here, I'll help you." And she looks at me. She says, "Oh, I uh, I like listening to the Soul of Detroit." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, we try to have fun." And she said, "Well, it sure doesn't sound like it lately." Ooh, oh. This oh. was just a random interaction, and I said, "No, no, no, it's 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 all good." That's so, my fellow vendor sticking up for me. And then a few days ago, I'm on the pier in Hermosa Beach, right out on the Pacific. Wait, wait. She didn't take a side. She didn't say because of him. Obviously, there's only one person who'd bring down the quality of this podcast. <laughs> well, that's true. That's sort of understood. So I'm out on the Pacific on this pier, and uh, with a couple of f- former free pressers, and we're just walking coffee before I go to the Lions Rams game. It's in uh, yesterday morning, or no, Monday morning. Sunday morning, whenever the NFL game they NFL play on plays Sunday. Games. Yeah, they Sunday morning. For years yeah, and, years. and a guy walks by. And still he's with like, the sports oh, department? Oh, hey, I know you. I listen to the podcast. Really? Out in, out in California? You know, he, he also read the free press. Mm-hmm. But uh, he didn't, you know, he wondered a little bit too. So I, I feel like folks were a little worried about us. Mike. I wonder. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I ran into Kelly Stafford. You know what she said? Detroit sucks. Yeah, she was on the sideline uh, hanging out with uh, Lions fans. By the way, the 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 SoFi Stadium what, where the Rams play just what day was that again? Of LAX, it was Sunday, right? Was it over the weekend, it was at least a third full of Lions fans. It's unreal how these folks show up. Yeah. So, um, so uh, that's all not particularly interesting. But I'll just tell you. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Somebody, uh, no, by all means, let's talk about your campaign. No, never listen. No, seriously, and he's apologizing. Let's, no, nobody let's came get up back to you. Trying to have a kumbaya moment. No, nobody, I'm just no, saying it's, I want it's you two funny. To kiss each other. <laughs> nobody came up to me and said, "Hey, I listened to the Sean and and Carlos podcast." And oh wow, that was a <laughs> shot. <laughs> just nobody came up to me and oh. said they enjoyed it or they listened to it or. Well, you're not why, on that. why would they? I, I, precisely. I mean, why would they? But they do come up to me for that. But yeah. I'm kind of. Oh, they do. Oh, okay. I'm on that podcast. We so, missed some stories. Know. Things were quite tense this last week. It was fun. I enjoyed every second. But I was trying to remember, Mark. Maybe you can help us out or help. Yeah, help us out, please. How much of that was on the air? Because I thought most of it was off the air. Oh, most of it was off. Yeah, the really good stuff was off the air. Yeah, but but there was a lot of tension during the show. Well, I think it was the last couple of weeks, at least. I didn't know that necessarily, but then the feedback from folks <laughs> oh, saying, are hey, you guys okay? Listen, I, I, 
so I, our numbers have been very strong, and people, for whatever reason, really gravitate towards those shows. But I did have somebody come up to me um, over the past week and say something that I wasn't going to bring up, but since we're there I'm now. Bring it up, why not? But, but, okay. So uh, this guy from Rome, his name is Francis, came up to me, and he said, uh, don't worry, Sean, he's going to burn in hell. No, and he had, a, he had a Wolverine helmet that somebody gave him a couple years ago. Really? Yeah. Okay. He's from South America. You may know okay. him as, as you know, the pontiff. Yeah. He just he really thought you were out of line. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, we're all about yeah. forgiveness in the Catholic faith, aren't we, uh, Father? And he said, we make exceptions. You know, it's funny because people do come up to me sometimes and talk about the podcast at, at sporting events, which is always sort of fun. Mm-hmm. And then I have folks that know both Mike and I that come up and want to talk about it. And Ooh, what do they say? Well, they love that I... If they know both of you. Well, if they know both of us well, yeah. they feel like somebody's got to tamp him down, and that's Ooh. usually the feedback I get. And they, It's his show. He's allowed to be a wild man. No, but he's like that everywhere he goes, and that's fine. And, yeah, exactly. And Mike him. is so quick-witted and so smart. And, um, I don't know about that. But. Here it comes. Here's the setup. <laughs> no, no. Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. So... Yeah. So a lot of people, uh, you know, I love you, but <laughs> a lot of people since I remember when my wife, the first time my wife met him and, and she loved the humor and all that sort of stuff. But you feel a little, some folks don't want to get in the ring and dance with him. You know what I mean? Because he's, he's quick and, uh, and I sort of oddly enjoy it. And I think some folks that know us like that. Yeah. When, when people and I, people see Sean and I sparring, they say it looks a lot like a championship prize fighter. And that big heavy bag that just hangs there. <laughs> no, yeah. no I, w- I would agree with that. In fact, yeah, I had uh, so, I had uh, dinner with Tam- I had dinner with Tammy Audi, who, who's an editor of the Wall Street Journal, longtime well, now you're free press. Dropping. Long, I'm, I'm going to do what you do. A longtime free press uh, writer, really fabulous writer. But anyway, she was. You didn't get the name of the vendor. She was talking. They're about, just a little person. I thought this was interesting, Mike. Seriously, if you can just you know. Hold on for a second. I know you want to hear yourself talk. I just want to say thank but, you to uh, my fellow Unite Here 24 uh, members. She thought the reason it worked was that because you're quick, obviously quick and all that sort of thing, and I'm slow talker, you know, don't seem all that bright and smart and kind of, you know, naive. Said, but then it. I kind of come around <laughs> with a surprising zinger. And you're like, oh, where'd that come from? And, and uh, you know, to, to burst the bubble a little bit. Burst. I think that's great. Or, or the ego. I, no, no, can we no, just say that? No, this is this is good, and and I think so. She thought the chemistry. That's why the chemistry worked. You know, no, no, I, I agree, and, and I think I think we're getting pretty close to that point where the zinger will happen while we're still on the air. So usually I get a call. I get a call on my ride home saying, uh, "And I meant to say, and so is your old man." And then I've, the phone goes dead, and I'm like, "You got me." Yeah, I've never <laughs> once called you on the ride home. Usually, it's the other way around. But Mark, here's what's interesting. All right, yes. fine. I'm yes. gonna stop being oh, nice. Oh, we got to Here, the interesting here's part. Yeah. There we go. Here's what's really interesting, right? Yeah. He it. can't uh, w- w- look, man. All of a sudden, you're aware of time when somebody else is talking. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I just changed. I just yeah. changed the show you know slogan I mean? to. Uh, you, 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 you don't hear. You don't feel well your told. own vocal cords vibrating. You're like, oh wow, there's actually a clock out there in the universe. And uh, I'm aware of it. it. It wasn't my vocal cords. It was whatever is activated by snoring. Usually you're, so, usually you're so wrapped up and patting yourself on the back. Well, no, you're he, oblivious he, to everything you know, else. You don't let anything go. I mean, that's a very good quality, but it's also sometimes you need to let things go. Do In any agree? case. Do you, do you agree? Do you, do you like that Sean and I are psychoanalyzing you? Um, if, I'm not uh, really doing that. I am. If you're watching us on Facebook Live... He's writing something down. That's, this is great for the people that are listening. Mark just made the list. Just watch. Why? For what do I do? 
He wore a Michigan shirt. I don't forget anything, and you just made the list. In any case, to the the folks out there wondering, no, Mike and I, uh, we're pals. We've been pals forever. Sometimes we just get a little, little, uh, you know. Lover's quarrel. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I'm not sure about the accuracy of anything you just heard there, but Sean is still here on the (laughs) podcast, basically because, uh, I don't, what, actually, what? Why? Yeah, no, yeah. that's a good question. Actually, uh, why did Zoom not think I was going to come back? Are you available on Tuesdays starting around noon uh, until the foreseeable future? I have class. I do go to school. <laughs> and you're cutting class right now? No, I'm on break right now. You're on break. Okay. You're not like you're not busting out to have a smoke behind Shetlers like no people I used to go. To school hey, what with. break is this? Fall break. I don't know. Really? I'm gonna, a fall whatever break? they no. give me, I'll take it. Yeah. No, I believe me. I'm all for that. I just. I, was and there's Halloween no, break. Yeah, I wish they would have given it to us next week, but I think that would have been a little dangerous. <laughs> and there's no assignments, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? Like they can't give you an assignment over break because you have to be able to relax. I mean, they can, what? but it won't be due oh, yeah. until tomorrow. Like they have to wait until the break is over before it's due. Yeah, college is awesome now. Yeah, because you're customers, you're not students. Yeah, you send your kids and make money off of them. <laughs> they make a lot of money off of <laughs> yeah, these they kids. Do. Have any no, of your professors uh, volunteered to work in the cafeteria? Did you see that? Oh, that's story? a great there's question. No working there, like there's not a single person working in the cafeteria right now. I feel so bad for anyone living in the dorms. Like there's only like two of them open. And the food is so good in those cafeterias now; it's unbelievable. But that's interesting because the story you're referring to is that there was a call for volunteers because they couldn't get workers. But you're saying nobody is volunteering. It's a reckoning, baby. No, no mm. one's volunteering. These poor kids, hmm. like they still don't have late night. So these. When I was in the dorms last year, we didn't have late night. We just had the three meals, but they don't have any late nights. Not all the cafes are open. They're just kind of... Why Would you ever work there? No. Are you well, kidding me? The, the, the worst part is oh, now, in the cafeterias that are open, a lot of the kids now have to cut their own meat. So when it's put on their plate... No, we got the joke. They... Can't yeah, as if it's that fancy. I thought the silence might Cut be it. a hint to you. <laughs> yeah, just, just, no, it's a signal to keep going, <laughs> keep fleshing out the joke. Yeah, Sean and I are not friends. <laughs> Why did Zeus think I wouldn't come back? I because it was very tense. There's a lot of a lot of screaming, but I was more yelling. But Zeus, that's okay. Zeus told me later. He says you like, rolling your eyes. Yeah, said, I rolled uh, your eyes because I said you rolled my eyes. Screaming versus yelling. Oh, uh, you know. He told me. He said. Uh, I don't think Sean will be back because he's kind of a biatch. That doesn't sound like Joe. No, it doesn't. It does sound like him. No, it doesn't sound like him at all. It doesn't. You know what? It doesn't. The only difference between that and the real Zoobs is I can't replicate the sound of speaking while building an igloo. What? Or some sort of snow fort or some (laughs) sort of outdoor, you know, uh, contraption because he is the ultimate uh, outdoor guy. He is, yes. This is a a fun intro or fun beginning of the podcast. Are you going to ruin it now? No, no. No, I just wanted to, before we get start talking about the campaign, I just wanted to know (laughs) that... uh, of how enjoyable this has been. <laughs> wow. and, just, and just like that, you did you shit on it. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll be rewarded in the ratings for this tea party we're having right now. <laughs> you know, well, that's why you shit on it Mike again. Did, Mike yeah. did text me. Well, I don't want to give too much away, but he did uh, He did make mention that the, but more people were interested when we were going at each other. And he's like, ah. You know, he, had hey, mixed, I've, I've he has mixed feelings about it. He appreciates the listeners, on the other hand. You know, do it, rubbernecking is... Right? Because it, it, that amounts to rubbernecking, basically. Sean, I have seen a lot of fights in my day of people on the air. <laughs> that was one of the more vicious ones off the air, your fight. 
It was. No, it's like a couple it of was brothers. Quick. It was a couple of brothers going at it. No, I know. And that's well, you I know what was you know what here's, here's the thing. We're all adults. You're gonna disagree with people. You're gonna yell at people. No, but here's here's what disappointed me in, in myself the most is that I could feel it coming. And I didn't get out of the room quickly enough. And I was trying to. Well, then when you tried to, someone yelled at you for leaving. And, um, <laughs> well, we don't need to rehash all that. But no, but but what really disappointed me in me was that, you know how when you can you can feel it bubbling? And I'm old enough now to learn just to go. And uh, and sure. that was my instinct. Because when I was younger, Well, you'd already I gone three times there. while you were here, but I thought that I was the prostate. <laughs> You know what? Look, not all of us are fifty with a twenty-year-old's bladder. I, I'll just t- here, here's and, and maybe you know we should, I mean? maybe maybe we should leave it here. I'll just tell you this: my mom said she had never seen Charles Corralt that mad before. <laughs> That's what she said. Did she? And now he's on the road. Did she really? With say either that? family? No. I felt bad because your mom's been uh, a secret sort of. You know, she's been on my side in a lot of this, and I oh, feel yeah. like I I totally blew that last week. No, no, no. She's still a fan. She's like, you know, the thing about me is I've embraced every loser I've ever found, <laughs> and so it's just part of a series. So she just she so she she's the one in the family with empathy. No, 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 she's the one who's not. She doesn't particularly hold anybody to any sort of standard of conduct. Oh, so that's what it is. Okay, yeah, that's why she that's, was that's your definition of empathy. That's where she's willing to come on the show. I see. But um, uh, this is a good place not to mention any of our sponsors because they want to get as far away from this as possible. But you know what? Maybe you can be the person who hey. takes this spot. Uh, we are now personally selling sponsorships on the soul of detroit if you would like to sponsor this show would you like to have a commercial on the show would you like to help promote your event you would be surprised at how how reasonable our prices are in fact just make us an offer you can send an email to ml soul of detroit at gmail.com if you would like to advertise your business your product uh, perhaps apologize for some sort of psychotic episode you can do it right here on our airwaves and we'll be we'll be proud to take your money um, as you somehow uh, unburden your soul. That's it. I I was going to write it down, but I didn't want to get criticized. So I just kind of I just kind of riff. <laughs> Wait it. a second! Come on, yeah, I'm not going to criticize you for that. What for trying to? Oh, so no, you should write down for sponsors and that sort of thing. It's the geek of the week that I want you to riff on. Oh, I'll tell you what. Come on, man. The the rules aren't not that complicated. This is like when I was talking to Fox Legal and we were fighting over something and I said, I will work to journalistic standards, not to legal standards, because I'm a journalist, not a lawyer. And they said, as long as you work here, you will work to our standards. And you don't seem to understand what those standards are. I said, they keep changing. And they said, no, you're not paying attention. I said, okay, I'll tell you what. There's a pattern here. I'll tell you what. I said, then send them to me. Send them to me so I can study them so we can get them right. It's pretty simple, man. Well, and, and, what, and what did they tell you? And the lawyer said, the lawyer, how dare you ask me for you, blah, blah, blah. And this was right before Christmas. And they were losing their mind. I didn't know what to call it at the time. Now I call it a Windsor. But she was just going <laughs> nuts. Just absolutely unhinged. And then she and started, they, to, yeah. she took a breath. And I said, I said, hey, you know what? I, I wasn't trying to offend you. I said, we take we take training modules for ethics every year. We take training modules for, for business practices. I said, it makes sense to me that we would have a training module for our legal standards. It would be written down somewhere. And she calmed down and she said, okay, here's the deal. She's like, we don't write them down. <laughs> and I said, what? She said, 
Yeah, because if we didn't follow them or we got sued, they would show people that we wrote it down, we didn't follow it, and we'd lose the lawsuit. And I said, oh, so now you want me to stand, exactly. follow standards that are not written down that seem to change all the time? She said, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so you won that argument. I mean, that's pretty obvious. It didn't really play in my favor. Well, but they didn't write them. I mean, how can they tell you to do something? They didn't write it down. They don't exist. Mark, the rules well, they here keep are changing a lot simpler. Because, because one, time, right? one time I did a story and I said, how's it look? And the law department said, they're a public figure. You could make something up and you'd be fine because it's an actual malice standard. I said, whoa, 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 what? whoa, whoa. That's not, that's, that's I journalistic. said, what we want to do is we want to make sure we get it right and everything looks good. He said, oh, yeah, no, it's great with that, but don't worry about it. Then within a couple of years, I don't know what happened, but then it was like, you can't do anything that doesn't have blah, 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 blah. And I thought, damn, our standards overnight got really crazy. Why, and now why do you think they changed it? Uh, maybe somebody got sued in another market. Maybe there was somebody at the corporate level who said we gotta, you know, make it harder to get investigations on there. I don't know, um, but it was a standard that is unknown in journalism. And in fact, there are many, many stories that I would have gotten published at the free press or anywhere else in the journalism world that would not get on the air at Fox Two. And I passed some stories up because I knew I could not meet their legal tests, such as the head of uh, the smart bus system not going to work and using a smart uh, facility to store his personal vehicles. I had that nailed dead nuts, and I knew it wouldn't pass muster with Fox, so I didn't bother Why? I mean, what, what would their problem be with that story? Every story that you did had to have a public record connected to it. So if you had great... We could not have done the text message story uh, under those legal standards. Really? And, and one of the stories that I did do uh, that met legal standards was when Bob Carmack wore a wire for the FBI and basically set the trap that Gabe Leland stepped into with his bribery offer. Well, wait, um, Gabe Leland bribes somebody? <laughs> uh, actually, he was... That's news he to was, me. He, was, uh, he pleaded guilty to misconduct in office, if you want to be accurate. <laughs> well, that's news to me, too. Very but, facetious. But anyway... Um, um, they said that I could not put that story on the air until a federal lawsuit accusing Gabe Leland of that was filed. Now, this is a story we worked on for months. We had it before everybody else. But until the allegations were contained in a public record, I could not report it. So this story I worked on for months was an exclusive for all of 15 minutes because once I reported it, the Detroit News and the Detroit Free Press and other news stations ran to the courthouse computer, I mean, they log on from their desk, pulled up a copy of the lawsuit, and then reported almost precisely what I had reported. Oh. So that was, you know, I just said, that that was right around the end where I said, I'm going to work to journalistic standards, not to... Can I ask you this? Um, in your opinion, are they more cautious than... I mean, you already said that the free press would go forward with it. Is Are they more cautious than, say, other TV stations? They're more cautious than they themselves were. Just a couple of years before that. Now I don't know what the standards are now. Yeah, but when um, you when you were there. But I'll just tell you this. It sounds like they were overly Rob cautious. Rob has my deepest sympathies because it's hard as hell to get a story on the air. All right, let me break it down, Mark. And yeah. it's not because of the local let, folks. The local folks are aggressive as hell. This was just at at some point the corporate uh, sure yeah, law department. No, I, I knew that was nuts. That's great. That's a great beautiful soliloquy. Let me break it down. The rules here it seemed more like a colloquy, but uh, okay, fine. I'm not the, from Ann Arbor. You were probably you still colicky. No, but I'm I'm the, curious why the journalistic uh, standards would be or the legal standards would be different between two entities that are trying to do investigative reporting. Well, this is a journalism question, Sorry. so I'm going to take that one. Um, so. <laughs> 
what happens is yeah, in thank in, you for shaking your head over there in journalism <laughs> I don't blame you and and, and clean God. if you want to jump in feel free um, in journalism <laughs> I'm if embarrassed you, if you you should be I mean well no you shouldn't be. we had a guest speaker the other day not to toot ML's horn who was like oh yeah like I used to work with ML and now I'm like I'm gonna pretend I don't yeah. <laughs> That, that that guest speaker will soon have their head added to Mount Rushmore. That's oh one of my many protégés. But um, uh, the, the journalistic standard is typically if you have a not-for-attribution source, you have to have two independent, credible sources who would have knowledge of the information. You're not answering the question. No, I, I am answering the question. Yeah. These are, this is the journalistic standard. You're not. No, that's not the question. What? So, oh. But doesn't Fox? One is b- going by the law that's set, right? Whether it's local, federal, whatever. The other is a, a company, a private company, setting its own rules. That's kind and of two what, different things, and that's it. You're right. You don't but, need to say anything more, okay, Mike. But, but, but there's no law of, that covers. There's no. There's no state, federal, or local law that covers journalism standards. That, that's. But you're kind of getting at, at my point. Why exactly. Are, oh, why thank is, you. Why is that... Um, well, no, or not my point, but my question. Why is that company more cautious than other ones? We'll get to why the host doesn't answer questions later in the show in the feedback section, but I was just trying to help you out there. No, I, I just don't... I'm just trying to figure out, like, why would they be more cautious than, say, another company? Are they a target? Do they get sued a lot? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I presume something happened. I mean, you, you have to understand that at that time... And, and perhaps today, I, I don't know what's happened in the last almost two years since I left, but Fox has a ton of local stations and a ton of uh, news operations. And so, so they, you know, they could be that one of their stations lost a big lawsuit. It could be they were threatened with something. And so they decided to tighten things up. I don't know. The, and for what it's worth, when I started there, their standard was perfectly reasonable. It was very good. It was very solid. They tend to be a little more conservative with those things, which is not a bad thing. You want to be incredibly careful with these things. But it kind of went from, eh, to holy crap, you can't get anything on the air. That's your favorite word, by the way, isn't it? What's that? And. I said, eh. Is it because it says Fox and people want to attack Fox or Sue Fox? Because it has that name Maybe so. This whole thing is my fault. All I was trying to say is the rules are simple. My my suggestion is be yourself unless you're reading something, then write it. (laughs) That's it. I'll stop being curious. It's that simple. No, you were right. You were wrong. No, be your, yeah. No, I'll no, be no. curious about riff and do your own thing. But if you're reading for a company that's paying us money to keep this oh, podcast on the air, yeah, write it down. I appreciate the broadcasting tips. No, it's not a broadcasting from my tip. My colleague who thinks that state, local, and federal authorities set the rules for journalism. <laughs> so. No, I said for legal. I knew what you meant. Exactly. I didn't say for journalism. I said for the. Yeah. Perhaps if you had written it down, you would have gotten it correct. Just a notion. <laughs> Kalina, take it away. What What's going on with the Exposure Podcast? He doesn't let anything go. There's no nudity, <laughs> by the way. Creepers out there, there's no nudity on that podcast. Yeah, Why are you even saying that? Right? Well, it's called it's exposure. It's, a, it's just a joke. Are you guys going to fight again? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, can you guys fight again? No. Oh, you want us to fight? <laughs> I found it. I was, See, in, I was he's entertained by the uh, secret puppeteer, a puppet yeah, master over here, isn't he? Pretty evil. Yeah. He's, uh, Mr. Oh, I'm Mr. Nice Guy over we, here with Sean, the big, thick calves. Col- will you let Kalina speak now? He's afraid of Orson Welles. A 700 pounds. I can't do an Orson Welles voice, sorry. Okay, so anyways, my um, podcast is called Exposure. It's at Impact 89 FM, Michigan State student-led run radio station. WDBM? Yep, 
And it's all about different clubs, organizations on campus. And it's been a lot of fun. I had the Comedy Cellar on, what was it, last week? Mm -hmm. And they were really fun. And I have, this past week was Vim Magazine. And coming up this Sunday is the women's rugby team. So it's just been a lot of fun meeting with different people around campus and just kind of talking. I mean, it's a tiny podcast. Like, I get maybe. Do you have sponsors? Can we have some? No. Oh. It's a nonprofit organization. <laughs> Would so. you like to sponsor this podcast? <laughs> just write down what you'd like us to say well, that we do on, on the back of a check. Why don't you tell us about the butchery? I mean, we do have a sponsor. Uh, you know, not only is the butchery our sponsor, but they, they exactly. sponsor Kalina Nice. Yes. Our uh, Michigan State uh, rower and broadcaster and, uh, and uh, undergraduate. Yeah, undergraduate. Yep. Underclassmen even, right? Sophomore? Yeah, just okay. sophomore. Beautiful. So the butchery, boy, they're a great place. Uh, one of the reasons why we love the butchery is because they have some of the finest meats you'll ever eat. And lots of treats, and it's a super groovy market. If you want to know more, you can go to thebutcherysl.com or call 248-682-COWS. I did write that down because I want to make sure I get that right. That's C-O-W-S. Some people might think it's C-O-W-Z. No, no. It's 248-682-COWS. Chef Dave and Chef Julie have a family-run business that is known for not only being outstanding, uh, a good value, and Convivial, they are looking for help. They are hiring, like many places out there. And I think if you're looking for work, you have your choice of places to work. Well, why not work someplace that's really cool, that has a great vibe, great colleagues, and every once in a while, you'll see me and Sean in there. Sometimes I'm just sitting there trying to get some boneless chicken breast or some ground chuck. Uh, Sean's in there with a butcher's knife saying foul words in front of my mom. <laughs> uh, but Chef Dave and Chef Drew, they don't, they don't care. They just they accept everybody uh, as damaged as they may be, they just want to do good business and, and help people out. So uh, if you're looking for work, if you're looking for some good eats, and if you're looking to support the business that supports Kalina and this show, please go to The Butchery. You can find out more at thebutcherysl.com. They are closed Mondays and Tuesdays, but give them a look. You will love it. And, uh, and Thanksgiving's coming up. Good time to get a turkey. Or whatever. Sean, what else would you make for Thanksgiving? I'm sorry I wasn't listening. <laughs> to our sponsor? No, I was listening. To, I was thinking about the, the hang, not the, not the hanger steak. I was thinking about the porterhouse. The dry-aged meats in there. Nice recovery. Yeah. Dry-aged meat. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, I thought you were going to say you were thinking before you spoke, but I knew that wasn't well, really he's possible. Well, he's got a little so wagyu the in there. Well, yeah. since you're... Uh, he's got, he's, he, put the, he put the swagger in... Wagger? Sorry, Mr. Hubbard. Wagyu? Mike's trying to use this sponsor read to uh, reel me in with some talk about his mama, and it, it's, it, uh, it's not going to work. I was just trying to jam jump the Snake River Farms, where they have some great... 248682 cows. And That's since it. Sean's uh, in not paying attention mode, um, last week of the campaign... Oh, Stretch last run. week of the campaign. Oh, you know what? I was... Uh, you mind if I use the restroom? No, this is your, this is your time. <laughs> I gave you that out. <laughs> But if you're going to use the restroom, don't do it here. <laughs> you, know, you can go up the stairs. Okay. Anyway, um, just this is a this is a good time to talk about um, about other older Americans like Jill Biden and John Rutherford performed this weekend before Jill Biden, who was in town and uh, was at a local fundraiser along with some of the most powerful people in the state of the Michigan, from uh, from Gretchen Whitmer, our governor, 
to Mike Duggan, our mayor, to our senators and some other powerful folks. John, as you may know, is the leader of the Motor City Horns. He does a lot of gigging, a lot of teaching, and plays for Bob Seger, uh, who is perhaps going to make his 17th farewell tour soon. But when he's not doing all that, he is your co-host and one of the proprietors of the Cadu Cafe. That's where the local stars shine. And coming up, November 20th, Master Flautist Alexander Zonchik is coming in. On December 3rd and 4th, Master Shredder Laith Alsadi, a great singer, a great guitar player who did very well on The Voice, will be there. If you want to find more about what's coming up at the Cadu Cafe, they have music all the time. Go to Cadu cafe.com and by the way if you'd like to join me at the Cadu this Saturday what at noon my campaign will be holding a Michigan Michigan State watch party and then after that we're going to go knock on some doors so if you would like to go to the Cadu this Saturday they typically are not open this early on a Saturday but they will make a special effort for those of us who love the Spartans and the Wolverines and good government we will be there starting a little bit before noon at the Cadu Cafe. It's on Cadu between Mac and Warren on the east side. So see us at the Cadu this Saturday you seem, or any day. Uh, you seem a little looser, a lot, a lot less stressed. Is that is that because you're in the final the final week? No, or because I haven't been accused Sean's of belonging to any hate you? groups. That's <laughs> a big stop. that's a big burn lifted. So uh, <laughs> so that's kind of that's that that helps. The, oh, I'm not going to poke them the anymore. But. Um, um, but one week left. That's pretty exciting. No? Yes? No? I think it's exciting. I'm excited. <gasps> Sean's not. I am. Yeah, I don't know. What, it's, that it's almost over? That we'll, get, um, <laughs> that we'll get Mikey back? It's, no, but it's you, weird. We you do all we, this work for one day. Yeah, well, but the thing is, you know, everybody we meet really likes the campaign, really likes what we're talking about. So that's a good thing. But then you worry about, are we meeting enough people? So so then it kind of it kind of tortures you in that way. But we are... Well, you're never, you're always going to, aren't you always going to have something like, oh, we could have done this, could have done more, could have done more. Yeah, of course. Everybody who loses of, by yeah. one vote just thinks yeah. about the things they didn't do. So we just in the last week or two have added these banners now. Um, they're uh, four foot by eight foot. There's 10 of them throughout the district with a big picture of me. Uh, I think if Sean had ordered them, it would say head actual size <laughs> on them, but instead it says the newsman. But it is a big picture, and so I will tell the, you. is the earring the si size of a tire now? <laughs> uh, you know, it may be the size of a tambourine. I'm not sure. But I, or I, more of a hula hoop. I will just provide this uh, advice to anybody else out there who's thinking of running for office. If your picture is going to be made bigger than, than it is on your license, you may want to consider airbrushing. Oh. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, I wouldn't what like What about that. a little makeup? Uh, I guess you could do that, too. You were used to that from the news business. I didn't wear makeup on the news. Never. Uh, maybe once or twice. What about the circles under your eyes occasionally? You don't really get them it much. Just, it you, just suggests wisdom. You've, you've aged beautifully. but did, uh, did I tell you my Charlie LaDuff makeup story? No, tell it, please. That sounds interesting. Really? Yeah. Do you want to put me on a timer? No. Okay. Just go um, ahead. So uh, wait, 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 wait. Do you want to oh, write it down first? So, is that is that <laughs> the righteous Rick timer? Uh, well, that's one of them. It's, that's, okay. so you're already five seconds in. So, uh, Sorry, Kalina. So when I got to Fox, Charlie says, hey, man, you know. Yeah, you and me, we're going to be the two guys, don't wear makeup. And I said, okay, that's fine. You know, not a big deal. So um, after Charlie's uh, episode in Corktown, we were both in court covering uh, uh, the Kilpatrick public corruption Re trial. Remind us of that episode. You can look it up. Uh, Charlie got in a dust-up in Corktown, and, uh, and, and it was, uh, I'll just say it was a Donnybrook. So anyway. Okay, there we go. I see him the next day in court. 
And uh, it was during a break, and I was down in the overflow room, and I said, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, man, it's a big day. I'm here. And I said, okay. And I said, man, you look good. I, <laughs> and he goes, makeup. Wow. Oh, that's the only time. <laughs> he must have put out about a half an inch. because he, he the only time, though. He, he, uh, he got into a little fracas with some police, and there's one thing about police and bouncers. You never fight one. And it doesn't stop necessarily when you think it should stop. Mm. So uh, he had uh, his, he had his uh, his uh, encounter, and so he wore makeup on that day. And he looked he looked. So great. when did you he wear makeup? Fantastic. When did I wear makeup? Yeah, you said maybe once or twice. Yeah, good question. Uh, yeah, maybe once or twice when if I had sweaty? like uh, if I had like a blemish. Like if you're watching us on oh, Facebook yeah. Live, you can see I got something over my one eyebrow. Oh, thanks for pointing that out. And I have a pretty high forehead. So when you have a big forehead <laughs> and you have a third eye, does that suggest uh, a large brain? People. No, it's a, a receding hairline. hairline yeah. I have a high forehead. Too. Yeah, exactly. So it does not suggest a large brain. But you know, In fact, my... it could be the exact opposite. My wife. All the evidence points to. Well, my wife does squirrel say, brain. My wife does call me Crow Magnum Man because of my extended forehead. Really? Yeah. Is that when you're on the road or when you're back home? Both. I was in Moncton, Maine the other day, and I met this lobster fisherman, and he had a fascinating story. That's my. Uh, that's my Monc- Charles Carroll. I thought Moncton was in New Brunswick. Uh, there's two of them. Okay. Yeah. There's there's you're because I've been to the one in New Brunswick. You're That's thinking what. of New Moncton. Oh, maybe. Which is in New Brunswick. I'm thinking of Moncton, Maine, and there's of course Moncton in Brunswick. We're huge in Moncton. There's Old Moncton. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we're huge in uh, New th- Delhi. Too. This this show started off so boring. We have had to play the Moncton card to try and drive <laughs> up our numbers. I think. Our penetration in Moncton will be insane. So you Mark, will- that's too bad we didn't start off with him in church. No, that's okay. I saw him on uh, Sunday after you uh, were preaching. I did not preach. Oh, I you just, have more you just went to church. I went to no. I went to Women's Day at Second Ebenezer Baptist Church. I think All it was right. the first time they'd been in church for in church service COVID. in a long time. Yeah, and it was a great, great sermon. They had a guest preacher a woman who did a sermon about shake the snake uh, talked about how i believe it was paul was bitten by a snake when he was going to be tried for some heresy and uh and i'll tell you what uh-huh. i don't know where this woman got the Please energy do. she had she had a a slow build up but when she hit uh when so she hit the familiar. red line she maintained <laughs> that pace forever it was it was pretty amazing so afterwards, I came back here to be completely underwhelming and cut this little gem. Oh, God, you want me to play it? Okay. I thought that's where you were driving. Boy, okay. I'll I thought s- we said we didn't have any clips. I'll set it, I'll set it up because, uh, no, it's just audio. Um, he had to record a 30-second commercial. Do you, do you think he can get his message in in 30 seconds? Um, I don't know. How many, takes, how many takes do you think it took? If he's, is he talking about himself? The first one was too short. We had to pad it. <laughs> yeah, right. That sounds familiar, too. It was like 50 seconds. I'm M.L. Elric, your candidate for Detroit City Council in District 4. My roots in the east side run deep, from the home my great-grandfather built on Algonquin to the home on Outer Drive where I raised my family. As a reporter at Fox 2, I cleaned up City Hall. Now I want to clean up our neighborhoods. I'm the only candidate with a plan to stop the flooding, hold officials accountable, and hire more police. I'm running for City Council in District 4 because I I know we can make Detroit better together. Vote for me, ML Elric, now or before November 2nd. Paid for by Michael Lewis Elric for Detroit. Huh? Look at that, 30 seconds. That's pretty good. That's I pretty really good. wanted Music you to too. I really wanted you to say this. If you vote for me, all of your wildest dreams will come true. That was eight seconds I couldn't spare. <laughs> it would have worked though. 
But, who, uh, who put that together for you? Uh, I did. I wrote it, and Mark produced it, and my campaign manager, Approved Vanessa it. Hamilton, picked the beats. Nice. So a collaborative she's, effort. She's kind of the uh, Dr. Dre to my Eminemelanin. Eminemelanin? Eminemelanin? Eminemelanin. So you won't, you won't be here next Tuesday, right? You'll be counting votes. I will not be next Tuesday. And Sean, uh, will you be here next Tuesday? No, so it'll just be Mark. All right, Kalina, will you help me if, out if next Kalina Tuesday? Kalina <laughs> plays hooky. She can. By the way, uh, in terms of padding we'll our audience, yeah, I'll be here next Tuesday. Yeah, I know. When Kalina joined this podcast, we registered as I think the 16th most popular news and commentary podcast in India. All right. Wow. Did you know you had that kind of poll in a draw in India? Continent? Yes. No. Yeah, what what is it? What is it that about you that you think appeals so much to the people of India, the I don't most know. populous nation on earth, I believe? So if we're going to pick a nation to be suddenly populous, that's China? a good one. I mean, I, I think guess. so. They're both a billion. Mark's going to get on. <laughs> that. Sean's getting out his his uh, national ge- no, no his uh, his um, Mark's looking up world almanac. Mark's looking it up. I know fifteen percent of my v- listeners to my podcast are from Spain. From Spain. Mm, wow. Why Spain? I don't know. Probably someone went on vacation there and downloaded it there. Also, uh, China's why not are you one. listening to a podcast about Michigan State's clubs and they're on vacation. In Spain? Maybe they like the, the way your voice sounds. So They're really into women's rugby. I guess. And comedy sellers. So the whole campus is off this week? It's all fall break? I'm still... Uh, it's just today and yesterday. Oh, okay. Because I wanted to know how insane East Lansing is right now gearing up for Saturday. I'm scared. You like cannot I'm find a couch scared. at a Goodwill I know. I mean, anywhere. Michigan's pretty good. I understand why you're scared. Not for the game. Oh. For campus. Because people are going to be coming from everywhere just to be in East Lansing. College Game Day is going to be there this week. We've got two not, concerts at different frats. Like, not only is College Game Day going to be there, but Fox's uh, impersonation of College Game Day is going to be there. And I don't oh, think yeah. they've ever been at the same stadium. I mean, maybe they have, but to my knowledge, I never don't remember them both doing their shows yeah, from the I same game. no idea. I'm... Campus is going to be so busy. This will be a great week. This will be a fun week for you. I'm worried about it being at noon. Why? Because that's a long time for a lot of people to drink. Well, this uh, 7, seven o'clock, o'clock would have been be worse. worse. Yeah. Night games are much worse. Eh, when you start drinking at 8 a.m. and you're going to the bar, especially on Halloween weekend. When oh, you mean that night? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's an interesting aspect. I didn't think about that. That's uh, when people get hurt. What a, I was going to say, what a nightmare for the police up there. It's not going to be that bad because half of the people are going to leave immediately after the game to go back to Ann Arbor and say, I, we should fire Harbaugh. Oh, that's right. And the other half is so well-behaved no matter what happens in the game. No, I'm not saying anybody's going to be well-behaved. I'm just going to say... Half of the, the 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 crowd, the visitors, are going to go home very wounded and say, "No, it'll be fine." It's not a very good school. I I think we're we're a far superior institution. Because Michigan's going to win, and it'll dampen the whole town. And Michigan is going to win. All I'm going to say, what do you base that on? That's the most crazy thing I've ever heard. I, I mean, we. I think they're a little bit better. What? Really? Complete a six-yard pass at some point? They're just a tiny bit better. Peyton's had a pretty rough few games, though. Like last week, I don't know what that was. Well, yeah, he's been. I uneven. don't know what's going on. Michigan State's more explosive. They're for boomer sure. bust. Yeah, they are. Right? I just don't think... forget about the second half against uh, Nebraska. I, just... I mean, sometimes that offense. Oh, and game... they were underwhelming against Indiana as well. Yeah, but uh, but that, Michigan. That one will cut them a break. Michigan almost lost to Rutgers at home. They should have lost to Nebraska. See, see, you say that, but did you watch the game? Are you kidding? It's Michigan. Why would I watch the game? I did. Maybe I if I was the... constipated. Mm. 
The Nebraska game I watched, and that one, I they should have lost. Yeah, I, I watched that game because I thought they were going to lose. <laughs> Not a hater, just a very partisan. an observer of... Sean's yeah. the most unbiased person here. No, he he picked Michigan to go 12-0 and 0 last season. <laughs> I don't remember doing that. <laughs> it's, it's because you're in advanced age. But... Um, but no, I, that, that's I, not. You need to step the zingers up. I feel like people are going to tune out. They came in. They wanted more. They don't come for that. Don't <laughs> believe me. They don't come for zingers. I, I wanted, think it's. They wanted fisticuffs, right? I think it's time for a little live music, for, or not live music, but a little performance from John Rutherford. Oh, this. I mean, this garbage. This one. Is that? It's John Rutherford. I like it because I'm in control, so I get to pick which song it is. What? Who's? Really? You you seem to know so much about that university, but you don't know this song. You really don't know what song is this, this is. Uh, uh, is this Slippery Rock? The. What is it called? Shoot. This is adorable that you guys don't know what song that is. Hey, I've only been going to school there for like I think a year and a half. I think you'll be hearing it a lot this uh, weekend. Other than John Rutherford's virtuosity, I don't recognize anything about okay. this. That's all right. You'll probably just hear the hook all weekend. So. I'm guessing it has something to do with uh, Michigan because I just hear oh, a lot God, of people. Oh, God, turn it off. It's the victors. I, I just nice hear a lot of people song. blowing hard. That's how I know it's the Michigan fight song. Oh, as opposed to this one? Were you going to switch to something? Being a skilled producer? Yeah, I did switch. Oh. You didn't even notice. I did. God, I got so tired of hearing that. Ah, uh, that's big time brass. You'd rather the- hear this one? No. no, not necessarily. I just I was at the basketball team one winter and and just that that oh yeah. I love that mournful. Which, which, oboe. which one? The Spartans. Oh, okay, good. I agree. That just, if if you listen to the original words of that that one little pet's like, I forgot my homework assignment. I gotta get back to the quad because some guy put my head in the toilet and flushed it a couple of times because I'm a little dweeb, like Mark. Good one. Uh-huh. Who's really from Columbus? Good one. Born, is, born in Columbus. Buckeye trader. As Jim Schaefer says, Raised God's country. Yeah. What? God's country? That's yeah. what he calls Columbus, yeah. yeah. That's not really. So. Kind of, I sort of like so. Columbus, but that's okay. That's, uh, if that's <laughs> God's country. You guys can country, let your, uh, your prejudices that's, color that's, how that's the why, world actually is. That's why uh, there's so many. Hey, I live there, man. What are you, what are you talking about? You were, you were born there. You lived there for there. six months. Okay, as a baby. So your diaper changed here. Now you know exactly. all about it. That's we, all it was good for. We have to. We have to make some predictions on this game. Uh, and by the way, is anybody? Does anybody else think Mel Tucker? Uh, was it Rainier Sabin, who said that he caused a huge distraction by not saying that uh, I'm absolutely not going to LSU? Is that in today's paper? It was yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, thanks for supporting your comments. So it was, well, and I Rainier, know, I know how you feel, buddy. I thought that was really odd. He's, uh, I mean, coaches lie all the time. He could just say, I'm here, I'm staying here, and just lie about it because coaches lie. I thought he was, his non-answer was, was pretty telling. 
Uh, as a Spartan, I was I disappointed not to hear him say, uh, I'm here, I don't, you know, I'm That's not going mean. to LSU. Because, of course, uh, nothing ever good happens when an MSU coach goes to Louisiana. Oh, it works, it works out for them. Oh, oh, right, Saban, damn. Yeah, and he's doing just fine. But remember, it when was he... the Michigan coaches where it doesn't work out. Oh, but they won a national championship under the Mad Hatter. Yeah, Michigan coaches who go to LSU tend to do very well mm-hmm. uh, in that stop. But well, uh, they both did, Saban and Miles. I know. That's what I'm saying. That was you're trying to take a crack. It's not working. No, no, I know. I, I, I was going to say something about the Mad Hatter, but he won a championship there. With somebody else's team. Well, yeah. The Spartans team, but that's fine. I mean, who cares what happened off the field while he was... <laughs> yeah, he did a great job in Kansas. Oh, uh, no, sorry. I mean off the field at LSU. No, I know, I know. Uh, uh, it turns out that... Um, it turns out that... Uh, uh, who's, uh, the, who's the cranky guy you like so much? Lloyd Carr. Well, I love didn't Lloyd. didn't want uh, Miles to come to Michigan was absolutely right. And he was probably right about Rodriguez, too. And uh, Hulkamania. But I think he liked Hulk. Have you seen Brady Hoke lately? Isn't he coaching? Um, he's undefeated in San Diego State. Oh, is it San Diego? St- Didn't he come from San Diego? St- no, he did. Now he's back there. Yeah, he's back yeah, there. Okay. Yeah, and he's lost a ton of weight. He's had a whole makeover. Oh damn! And yeah, uh, looks and totally different. Kalina was going to break some news here. His oh. next stop is going to be coaching the women's rugby team at Michigan State. You can hear that What's only that? on exposure at WDBM. What's wrong with that? A, That's what he wants to do. It'd be the toughest team in Michigan he's ever coached. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. I'll so, that. Uh, speaking of the big game, Detroit Sports Broadcasters Tablegate Luncheon is tomorrow. It's Tuesday. If you're listening to us now, uh, DetroitSportsMedia.com. Please check that out. Uh, I still have a seat at my table. If anybody would like to come, shoot me a note at mlsoulofdetroit at gmail.com. Uh, you can throw 50 bucks in the kitty, which we will turn around to, uh, to put towards scholarships for kids who ha- aspire to be sports broadcasters. It's a great cause. The guests are going to be Connor Cook, Tony Lippett, who almost killed a punter. Um, Connor Cook? I haven't heard anything from Connor Cook in a while. God, what a great quarterback. I think his arm has never been the same since that Maryland game. And then uh, Jake Butt will be there. Uh, Jake. The, uh, the Wolverine I admire above all others because he actually well, thanks a lot. was a teammate. And then some other dude who went to Michigan. Uh, who was the other one? I'm not sure. Isn't it Will Campbell? Is it Big Will? Uh, it might be Big Will. Wait a second. It might be. Let me just go back for a second, Mike. <laughs> Do you think uh, Tucker? It is William Campbell. Distracting. Or so I'm not distracted by it, uh, but I do think that what you should say is, "I'm Michigan State's coach. I'm not going to. I'm not going to LSU." Yep. Especially when you bailed pretty, out on Colorado. It's pretty. I mean, easy. you have a track record of saying I'm not going and then going. So actually, I guess if he said he wasn't going, people would say that's what you told Colorado. Yeah, and plenty of coaches do that. Saban. They lie all the time. Yeah, Saban did it when he was in. They all did. By the way, Reiner's story is today, not yesterday. <laughs> and, and here's a very. I, I, why did Why did you have to look that up? Because kid, I haven't man. seen the paper today. Here, here's an <laughs> oh. Elrickian. Okay. It's more. Here's a paragraph with too the busy word. with show prep, no doubt. <laughs> does, this, does this sound familiar, Mark? Right. What? Yeah. What? We appreciate here's a paragraph from his story that includes the words robotic uh stepping stone peripatetic and mollify all in one fucking paragraph did he curse too did he get his point across no mm, i mean in, in, in a elrickian roundabout way yeah hmm. do you well, think he should have been a little more forceful it is um i just don't want to see the word mollify in a sports column i'm I sorry Reiner. i'll talk to ryan about that when i see him in the press box this weekend 
Especially is the game this weekend? Did you need to check? Plus, you have to know your audience you're writing to. Yeah, and it's clearly not Mike. I, I know what the word mollify means. It doesn't. No, matter. I know you do, but oh. you don't read sports, so. I do read sports. You do? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read your column, but I read sports. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know you read. I, I did I didn't read know your you read. your latest effort to to redeem all of us uh, pagans from our own uh, our own uh, ineptitude. But uh, we what was that? We appreciate you uh, reaching into our souls and explaining to us, you know. Oh, the phrase "moral the, victory." The world is, oh no, I, I no, I, I didn't see that actually. <laughs> but but um, was that about the lions? Oh, I yeah. did see Carlos write about. Carlos wrote. Uh, Sean's co-host on the Carlos and Sean podcast. I thought you said yawn. No, 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 no! You misheard me. I, nothing but love for the, for the competition. Um, but uh, or John, as they would say in Philly, could be. Um, or or Yins, as they'd say in Pittsburgh. But the uh, Carlos was saying, uh, "What a great game that was!" I thought he was. I thought he was the bitter beer face guy at the free press. And no, he was just trying that hat on, and now he's back to being so, himself. So was it? Was right, he really? He trying, trying, are you talking about the Lions Rams? Yeah. So, yeah. Was that he was really good, trying good. to be gracious, or was this his way well, to take a, a backhanded, backhanded slap at Dan Campbell? And say, you shouldn't be happy that you lost, or you should no, be. happy. no, that he you, was I mean, being I, sincere. It, it was a fun game. It was. So he's sincerely squishy. Okay, I'm very pleased I didn't see any of it. Um, nor will I see their next game or any of the games after that. Why is that? Because you hate Detroit. Because the Lions suck. The Lions are not. You realize worth my being time. a Detroiter means that you you have some hope and you don't give up, right? You keep coming. You don't just walk away. Yeah, I also don't support incompetence, and I I don't believe in rewarding bad behavior. Really? So sorry. So Lions. folks that are trying their asses off and may just not be good enough—that's bad behavior. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's okay. bad behavior. That's, well, that's bad on the field. It's okay, yeah, it's good. nice to know what kind of fan you are. It's not good. No, no, I, I, I'm a fan of, of people who uh, have their who don't get paid to play. That's that's who you will support. No, no, I, I support uh, I support college athletes who are paid handsomely before this NIL thing. The only the only time I've seen NIL used <laughs> appropriately is when uh, is when. Um, <laughs> BYU used it to pay all of their roster athletes, and when this podcast signed up, Kalina Nice. So, mm. we were why are you shaking your head, Clint? Because she knows he's full of shit. Yeah. Um, before... Do you think we should pay podcasters? Mm, I mean, yeah. Why not? Or or provide scholarships to podcasters? See, I, I would rather use. Yeah. I, I would rather use every talented student on, on campus, give them some sort of financial break rather than pay athletes. There's so much talent on well, a that, college campus they can do that, that is not compensated. They can do that as well, but okay. that's not where people want to spend their money. Well, why don't we start by spreading that money around before just giving it to a bunch of lunks who are already but it's, getting but it's handsomely money. compensated? Yeah, where are you pitching your tent on but Saturdays? It's, it's outside money. the library. Thanks for paying attention, but I thought I would be at the Catch that's Your Cafe. That's point. Their sponsor. That's his point. Isn't that your point? Yeah. No, no. We're going there. No, because I'm just curious. When you go up the tailgate, where are you pitching your tent? Next to the Gross. Kim Lab? Uh, no, it's actually next to. Uh, and you're waiting for the folks. House? You're waiting for the folks to come out from there. Yeah, are you it's, cheering on the the chem professors? Is that what you're doing? Is that my house? Uh, well, actually, I think I think the uh, super colliding cyclotrons brought more money to MSU's campus than the football program. It's funny. Has. I remember seeing you in Dallas six, seven years ago or so, and I. Worked my way up, and I, where were we? 
Were we at a podcast convention for Michigan State students? <laughs> uh, we didn't have a podcast then, but if we had been, I think we would have been invited. Or was it the Greek everyday life class folks? They were hanging out in so, okay, so Arlington, Texas. I, you were down there with your family to you know, celebrate that. I appreciate I, the point you're making. I, I know think I know where you're going now, Sean. Yeah. You are now denigrating anybody who's not a college <laughs> athlete. Well done, sir. Is that what I'm doing? Thank you for people uh, who no, may I'm be... pointing out where you're spending your own money. Yeah, you're allowed to spend your money where you want to spend and it. And where are you spending it? Ishbia yeah, can spend and I'm it just on saying... The, uh, I'm just saying my university should oh, not I'm be paying. Oh, I'm going to get on a plane and fly all the way down Your there university. and watch these guys play for my enjoyment, and I don't want them to get paid. Your university isn't paying. Uh, your, your argument is so fundamentally flawed because I believe they are being paid. They are being compensated. Well, why don't they just give everybody a scholarship that wants to go there? Why not make tuition free then? Uh, you know, I'd love to see every kid go to college for free. Fantastic. Good job. I appreciate that. Let's do that. How are they being compensated? Making a few seats extra in a 300-seat lecture hall and giving them a dorm room? So, Sean, I was <laughs> under the impression your sons went to college, and uh, I imagine you write some hefty checks for that, because I know I write some very hefty checks for my kids to go to college. Yeah, they do. So, what's your point? Do they get paid? Is that getting paid? You get 35,000 students up there, and you're taking 120 of them on for a football team or however many of them on scholarship. And you're yes. working them yes. into that in ecosystem, and you're calling that payment. There are kids uh, who no. are musicians Meanwhile, who are academics you get on a plane get, to go watch them play. Scholarships. You get on a plane to go watch them play. I saw you out in California too. And if my kid that's two thousand miles away, and if my away. kid was in the Glee Club and she was playing in California, I would go watch her play. But it wasn't your kid out there, was it? Yeah, yeah but you, you know, I'm a sports it, fan. No, you're but, but not. You're a Spartan. Wait a minute. Fan. I am a sports fan. How can you even say that? At least I know when the Pistons you, opener you was. You don't even know why. I was at, at the I read Rainier. Opener. I know, and you couldn't remember what day it was, sports but fan. That's not anything to do with sports. That's just me getting senile and old. The point being. Okay, well, you got that one. Matt Ishbia. You got to concede that. Paying all the. And you forgot decrepit and kind of. Uh, so you're, you're mad that Ishbia lumping. is paying the uh, football players and basketball players? The five was it five hundred dollars stipend? You're mad. You want him to pay the uh, just regular random students? So we've had this conversation so many times; it's beyond tedious. But I have said, and I will maintain, and I'll never stop saying it. And someday you guys will be like, I guess he was right. That college athletes are compensated with their scholarship, with the tutoring, with the clothes, with the travel, with the opportunity, with the academic support, with the nutrition support. All of that stuff. Yeah, nobody, nobody disagrees with that. And if we are going that. to pump a lot more money into our college campuses, I would like to see it spread throughout the student Wait, body. Okay, who, who's and we, And I would though? like to put... Who's we? Whoever wants to send money there. The reason why exactly, Matt Ishbia they, is putting that money there is because the athletic department has fan. a massive, massive operation to bring in more money. I'd like to see yeah, other parts then, of the that, university. That they then spend the same on uh, like fifty uh, associate athletic directors instead right. of giving it to the people that actually. Great. they're putting I'm, terrific. I'm, he's I'm all putting with that you. money because they're Let's alums. Let's take those jobs away. Let's put a cap on college coach salaries. But they have to spend it because they're nonprofits. Uh, why is he that, putting that money that's in? That's so that? untrue. We, Mark, we could why do, is he putting the money in that? Well, because there are alums that are about six foot two and a half with an earring in their ear who get on a plane to go see them play. That's exactly I donate why. to the Michigan State Communication Arts and Sciences College, serve on that alumni board, because I support those students, too, so your argument doesn't well, hold you, any you water. Can, you can do both. It's like your bladder. It spilleth over. I wish it did. 
Let's yeah. not get back to your plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go shake your snake. Um, Overreaction. Oh my God, you got to speak that way. What? Why? I thought you had to go. You had to go to the bathroom like twenty minutes ago. I did, but I'm sitting here and waiting yeah. for Mike's next great story. I think that's, oh, well, I I think that's Drew's chair. It's, he hasn't come yet. So, <laughs> overreaction is not the strategy for a long-term investor, and neither is burying your head in the sand and hope it all turns out for the best. That's why when you invest, you got to call our buddy Luke Nowacki, Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. He's going to provide rational financial advice, stocks, bonds, 401ks, 529 for the college savings plan. Um, if you have a company, do you have the right investments? Get advice. Get a strategy. Call Luke Nowacki at Pinnacle Wealth, 248-663-4748. Because when you call Luke, he will make it all about you, sweetheart. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Before we move to Geek of the Week, can I have your prediction? Just so uh, next time I see you, I can Mine? congratulate you or make fun of you. I am going to say it will be... A real one, not a 52 no, no, no. to 2. No, no, no. no I, I mean, that's what I believe it'll be, but... Yeah. That's that's sure. only if we don't close line uh, Michigan's team. Uh, I am going to say it will be, it will be okay. While he's trying to figure that out, oh, Sean, do wait, you, do who, you, what? well, you're going to take forever. Do you have? I, a, I don't. I think Michigan's going to win. I think it's going to be close. I haven't figured out more than that. Oh, you guys are the worst, Galena. It's going to be really close. Um, I'm hoping State will win, and I think they'll win. We won last year, so I might as well take it again no! better this year. I'm going to say twenty four. Really close. Yeah. That sounds good. 24-17, one touchdown Boring. by the defense, one field goal by Matt Coglin, 17 points if we fumble in our own end zone and Michigan falls on it twice and then uh, then tries to run it out and gets tackled, then can't get a first down, and then we kick a field goal. Or they kick a field goal. That's it. Sean? I don't know the score yet. All right. 31-17, Michigan. 31-17? Yeah. Uh, did you not hear me? 31-17. Thought you maybe had dyslexia. I was thinking maybe seventeen, thirteen Spartans, and you read it wrong. But uh, okay, that's fine. John, are you saving it for the paper? Yeah. Do you do that in the paper? You're saving it for the paper, really? Not, not really. I just need to think about it. By the way, I'll, I'll have what a geek. Do we have to think about I'll it? have a geek of the week. We're too. all going to be wrong today. All right. You know the only thing. Oh. Oh, I was going to say the only thing. You have one too, Mark. That is lower than Michigan's offense is David Hall's. Rates when you oh you want to do that first when you mortgage they are the lowest they're very low two two uh, let's see call them eight six six call hall that's pretty easy to remember eight six six call hall for David Hall Financial or you can go to the website callhallfirst.com or you can go to ML Solar Detroit and click on the little uh, Hall Financial button there it'll take you right to it um, call the experts at Hall Financial for a free five minute mortgage review see what they can do for you and they can close. Eight days typically. That's a that's a pretty fast closure date, uh, and they're available seven days a week. So if you're watching the Michigan Michigan State game and you went, oh my mortgage, how can I get that cheaper? I'm going to call Hall Financial. I'm going to call them first. They have over four thousand five star reviews. Check them out once again. Callhallfirst.com eight six six call Hall NMLS number one four six seven four three five. So before we hit the sounder, uh, when you say thirty one points, Mark, are those thirty one points? Generated by one quarterback, by, by touchdowns two, and field goals, or two oh, quarterbacks, by two. by two without a doubt, by two quarterbacks. Okay, that that, that that's more. Positive. I mean, what do you mean by generated? Because you're going to see a lot of McCarthy. I think Michigan, if they go to him, could be explosive. But if not, it's going to be a grinded out game. Oh boy, that's a really hot take. 
Oh man, the geeks even. At least we only got one quarterback. What a dork. Does him wanting to play with us again mean that he's turning into a geek, or we're turning into cool guys? My original number might have been different, but because you guys were being so lame with your predictions, I had to mix it up a little bit. Well, thank you for speaking purely from Lame the heart. is this segment, you know, but Mike likes staying in the 90s. Ooh. But let's go ahead. What do you got? He wrote it down, too. He's holding up his script. That's great. Right-wing radio show host Dennis Prager, pronounced Prager, said he has been actively trying to get a coronavirus infection all along. Okay, that's enough. I have engaged with strangers, constantly hugging them. Taking photos with them, knowing that just, I was making myself very susceptible. Or read. You've totally lost the point now. To getting COVID, he said. Okay. And this is according to the Washington That's Post. Beautiful. And Prager said, uh, This is indeed, as bizarre as it sounded, what I wanted in the hope I would achieve natural immunity and be taken care of by therapeutics. So, Mr. Dennis Prager, 73 year old, an age that should make you very vulnerable if you are somehow infected with the coronavirus, has been trying for months to uh, contract the disease because he believes that therapeutics and natural immunity will carry him through this crisis. Well, we will see how that works out for him because guess what? Pragy, you got the bug. Like a lot of conservative radio show hosts, a lot of whom have died and on their deathbed said, oh boy, I wish I had not contracted coronavirus. I wish I had gotten vaccinated after telling people not to get vaccinated. Well, Mr. Prager, you wanted it. You got it, baby. So we'll see how that works out for you. But in the meantime, you've gotten something else. Our Geek of the Week Award, period. <laughs> Go to next segment. That wasn't sure, written You there. sure you don't have anything else written down? That last part wasn't written there. Nothing? Look angrily at Sean. I thought Sean had a walk-on Geek of the Week. Did oh, we, that's right. I'm sorry. Have we deprived him of an opportunity? Oh, that's all right. No, who is it? You had one. I don't know his name. He sat a row behind me and complained for five hours while we were riding in seven miles in the sky at 600 miles an hour in a About fucking what? chair. Was he complaining? We were delayed two hours coming out of LAX. He was bitching and moaning the whole time. Well, you're right. You didn't have one. And okay, then, and so- then, No, 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 no. <laughs> and then we land... And he's complaining about how long the taxi's taken, and then we, you know, we have to wait for personnel at the gate, and he's complaining then. And then as soon as we get up there, and sounds like me, unbuckle the thing. He stands up and turns around and shoves his butt into the woman next to him, and she sounds like me. Taps him on the shoulder, said, "Excuse me, sir, can you get your ass out of my face?" She said that, and then he turns around and moves a little bit, and she said, "Oh my God, white privilege." She was black, he was white, and that was sort of interesting. But then he complained the whole time. Hmm. He was, oh, and he was a loud talker the whole flight. I learned all about his tractor business. That's great. That's good for did him. Did you buy one? But uh, No, I did not. Just a lack of self-awareness. 
So I, I take it back. We would not be at that national championship podcast competition. We would not be uh, ranked. No, but we would not be. But do you ever? Uh, if there's a 179 team playing, we would not make it. And there were 200 people on that plane. Everybody's in the same boat. Just I don't know. Can no, I know. But uh, sometimes when you complain about something, really you can't do anything about it. It makes you feel better. And it like makes the other people like around a, you feel like uh, yeah. I, you don't you don't do it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No, I didn't have a Same. geek of the week. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that she said that's well, that's, that's white privilege. Oh. Well, I thought that was interesting. That was her take on it because he wasn't aware of. What his, was your take on it? Well, could he have just that been he an was asshole? just a, he was just a dude that he's just being yeah. an asshole? Yeah. But I th- like, yeah. like yeah, like ML said. Yeah, I I thought he was just a douche. Okay, well then. Uh... <laughs> An exasperated ML. Yeah. Anything you want to say about the song? It didn't get here soon enough. But, uh, <laughs> Halloween will be here any day now. And so here is Ministry with Every Day this Halloween. Oh, oh, oh. 
So that was Al Jorgensen and ministry performing Every Day is Halloween. We've talked about ministry before on this show, how they started off as this sort of melodic poppy band, and by the time songs like Stigmata came out, they were just this just edgy, grinding, uh, sort of punky, new wave band. When you were picking that song, did you pick it on YouTube? Were you awake? <laughs> and by the way, I thought Every Day was Christmas, especially here at the... Soul of Detroit. I thought it was every day is April Fool's Day. But now I'm not so sure after <laughs> listening to that. I look at Colleen over there, leaning her cheek on her her, uh, her She's hand. fine. Are you fine, Colleen? Yes, I told She's you fine. I'm happy. Oh, but that's a good description. No exactly. Fine. I don't blame you. That's a good description of the music. She was taking notes, and I, I looked over during the song, and she wrote on there, don't do any of this on my show. Ah. That's what it said. No, but what yeah. I wanted to ask you when you were picking out the song, did you pick it out on YouTube? Or did you pick it out to hurt people? Because I don't. I, but I'm getting at it. Did you see the acoustic version that they performed? No, I just uh, I just know it, and it's a good tune. And I thought it's Halloween, so that's uh, fine. They had an acoustic version, just going off of what ministry was to where they came. You so know, where they are now. Because okay. he's got piercing and tattoos. Oh yeah, he, no, he's. But then to do that song acoustically was the juxtaposition was really interesting. And Navarro's on it. And, I don't know. It's cool. Uh, Check it out if you like it. Very nice. Or yeah. don't. I have a question for you, Mike. I just got a text from a mutual acquaintance, and she wanted to know. That's cryptic. <laughs> Did she apologize for her conduct on the plane? She said. <laughs> she said, "Did you and Mike kiss and make up?" Uh, I think we're just gonna halfway. We're just gonna keep it platonic. No tongue. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, I think the paperwork says a hundred feet. Are you still gonna blow in my ear? <laughs> um, I'm. Feeling triggered. No, I want you two to kiss each other. So, um, that was ministry. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, that's, uh, that was one of the more upbeat ministry songs, so I'm glad that Sean was here to make it so much darker than it <laughs> needed to be. Anyways, Halloween, trick or treat, be safe, enjoy yourself. Love it. Yeah, so, um, we want to, we want to thank. Our many, many benefactors. This this week that includes Alan and of course Kristen, who regularly She's the best. sends an offering. This time it comes with a note. Thanks, Kristen. I hope your hard work and passion get you that seat. Good luck. Only two is talking about Sean's seat, which may be <laughs> a little extra warm because he hasn't left the studio throughout the show. Uh, we would love it if you would consider supporting us on a regular basis. Maybe a uh, Massive annual donation, maybe something on a quarterly basis. Monthly seems pretty reasonable. Or if you'd like to make a weekly offering like you do at your local house of worship, we would be most grateful for your support because we are here because of your support. And Mark, how do they give us their support? MLSolarDetroit.com. There's a little donate button there, too. Or, you know, you mentioned off the top of the show, anybody interested in advertising, we'll, we'll look at those, too. Send an email in. We'll give you rates. Is it really that easy? It's super easy. Because based on the number of people who have followed through, it would <laughs> seem to be a very be difficult harder, yeah, thing. Fair yeah, enough. But no, it's, but it's really easy. Okay. So I don't know if it is or not. I think you should probably see for yourself. And go to mlsoulofdetroit.com and hit the donate button and find out if it truly is that easy. And if it's really hard, if it turns out to be harder than you expected, 
you should probably just make one giant donation so you don't ever have to be hassled like that again. But, you know, whatever whatever you whatever you think is appropriate. And that was all written down. Um, we would appreciate if you would subscribe. <laughs> but he just killed me. Well, guy doesn't let anything go. Let it go. Well, he doesn't let if anything you would, go. Just that's a good callback, though. If you would love the show. But I like if you that would rate amu- the show. I love that he's amused himself, though, Mark. Can you see him uh, smiling over there? That <laughs> he makes is his me happy. He's number one fan. That, war- <laughs> you know, d- that warms did, my heart. If I may digress. The cockles of your heart? I, I've, I've oh, had many. The Jim Harbaugh phrase. Many departures from uh, the Detroit Free Press. And I think the. F- many arrivals, too. I think the first one um, was the best going away front page I got. You know, people give, when you leave newspapers that used to be a tradition, they would make a front page, like a, a mock up front page, where people would write stories about you. Some would be in, in good humor, some would be a little edgy, but they all were very distinctive and tried, tried to hit at who you were and what you were known for. The first one. There was uh, Schaefer's contribution was outstanding, and it was just quotes that I had sent him over the years. So, <laughs> so yes, sometimes, sometimes. So you're saying you're quotable. So that was a, a long way of saying that you're awesome. <laughs> no, I, what I was trying to say is you're right. Thank you for sharing that you're you awesome. You were right. Yes. Yeah. So uh, of course we like it when you like the show, uh, but we'll take whatever rating we can get. And guess what? What? We'll share that. Like, uh, really please. Gave us three out of five stars in this review. No more for me. I used to find interest. Now all I hear from ML is abusive diatribe. Abusive diatribe. Good luck. <laughs> I think that last part Jeez. was. Sorry, I don't even need to use the cough button anymore. In, in sarcasm. Yes, as a broadcast abusive professional. Diatribe. You are now. Uh, you are now beyond using. You, you don't need the cough. I'm button. just trying to improve the show. So. <laughs> well, I will say that sound was better than some of the other sounds you made earlier. RPM was that when you were blowing in my ear? Was even harsher, oh. giving us two out of five stars. And this assessment: great job on being a candidate. Can't even answer a question from your co-host without blowing up, and then ask him to rephrase the question so it's easier to answer. Please relax. First off, you blah didn't... blah blah. You didn't ask to rephrase it. I think we rephrased it. I don't know, Who asked the question? Was, was it you or me? I, I, I think I know what he's talking about because I asked the question, but then I changed it because I didn't like the way I asked it. One way to be sure is to listen to last week's episode, which you can find at mlsoulofdetroit.com. Uh, Kim writes, Dear ML, good luck to you and your family on this final stretch. It's so nice to end with Kim. Did you see former CEO Mark Fields just ordered 100,000 Teslas for Hertz? Hmm. When you were a reporter back in the 2000s, did you recall hearing rumors that Fields refused to move to Michigan Instead, commuting via Ford private jet to and from his home in Florida to the Dearborn office. Well, I do remember that because Steve Wilson practically made a living yeah. off of catching Mark Fields at the airport, deplaning from Florida to go to um, to work in Michigan. And I think Steve's point was that uh, auto workers are taking pay cuts. Ford is having financial difficulties. Shareholders are not getting their value out of the stock. And here is a top executive. He was not CEO at the time. Commuting at company expenses from his home in Florida. He did not care enough to live here. Just like Matt Millen. Michigan. Just like Matt Millen. Indeed. And so so Mark Fields eventually did become CEO and uh, was uh, dethroned by the same man responsible for bringing Jim Harbaugh to East Lansing, my man from Steelcase. What was his name, Mark? Uh, Hackett, Jim Hackett. Jim Hackett. And the reason why he bumped 
Fields was because Ford's stock price was in the toilet. Uh, Hackett then proceeded to see how much lower he could take it, and he got booted for uh, Jim Farley, who now has the stock price higher than either of those guys had it. So I do... Uh, I do take Kim's point, and, and she gave us some more information in the email, but she basically said, do you think that Fields really bought those Teslas to stick it to Ford or because he thought it was it was a good move? And I guess I would say probably a bit of both, as probably. Gabriel Byrne said in Miller's Crossing. Now, Sean, I know you love Miller's Crossing. It's we one do. thing you and I have in common. We do. Other than, than our loathing for you. But um, <laughs> yours is self, mine is we, we third also, party. We also so there's that. that. But, um, but did you know? We also have that in common. Is Gene Myers a former sports editor? You remember the great Gene Myers. He contributed to my campaign. Oh, the, the, there you go. His first political contribution ever. He told me a long time ago I was the happiest depressed person he'd ever known. <laughs> Jumbo shrimp. So, um, did you know what Dashiell Hammett book Miller's Crossing is based on? I do not. Or borrows liberally from. What? I thought since it was liberal, you'd have an idea. No, go ahead. The Glass Key. Oh, nice. Excellent book. Um, So, anyway, uh, Kim that's what I remember about that movie, The Shmata. Go yeah, ahead. That was not in, uh, we, we don't use those kind of Get a more obscure reference next week. For that something. was in Miller. Dashiell Hammett, one of the greatest noir uh, uh, writers Oh, of yeah. Time. The high hat, oh, too. That's right. And, and totally. The, the Dane. Um, uh, <laughs> we, found a, we found something in pop culture that he knows. So. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's from 1927. got to run with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Kim goes on to say, sidebar show question. Uh-oh. Did you see Tucker getting that LSU gig? Or do you see Tucker getting an LSU gig? He and PSU's coach are the Vegas favorites. Now, we did discuss Tucker a little earlier in the show, but James Franklin? I think James Franklin's going to get run out of Happy Valley on a rail this year. I don't think he's going to be anybody's top choice for any kind of jobs. He's shown an inability to win the big games for Penn State, and he just lost to Illinois, unranked Illinois, at Home. He's done a pretty good job there, though. And I hate James Franklin. Yeah, he has done a decent job. And he's lost his quarterback this year. So, anyway. Sean Clifford was there in uh, in the Illinois game. Was he healthy? Did did he play the whole game? He played. Really? Anyway, so... uh, so What's next? Can we get back to Kalina? I hope Tucker stays. And I'll tell you one of the things I liked about Mark D'Antoni the most. That he liked Kalina, too? (laughs) I don't know if they ever met. But... But the thing about Mark D'Antonio was we never worried about where his loyalty lay, and we never had to play that game that all these obnoxious coaches play where it's like, uh, uh, maybe I'll stay. Yeah, don't be a capitalist uh, when you're at Michigan State, right? That's what you're saying. No, I'm saying if you say you want to be someplace, be someplace. That's it. If you want to go year to year, Sign a year to your contract. That's what I did really when I was a contractual this? employee. You're really saying this? I am because I you, live my life of all that way. People. What do you mean, me of all people? Who's jumped around all over the place. I never signed a contract committing myself to a place. And when I did sign a contract at Fox 2, it was for a year at a time. And I tried to work with no contract so I could leave when it suited me. But I never left a contract. I never broke my word. And when I said I was going to do something... You didn't break your word. You changed your mind. That's okay. You're allowed to do that. Also if you're going to change your mind when the next job comes along, do not sign a multi-year contract. That's not how this works. Yeah, different world. Yeah, I'm talking on. about how it should work. Not your world where we're going to ruin college sports by giving everybody we're all the talking, money. We're talking about how it works. But I like it yeah, that you yeah, like I'm, it. I, I guess I'm sorry for, for wanting things to be better. 
No, you just want somebody around to amuse you and entertain you until you're done with it, right? There's no evidence of that. I have have ample proof every Tuesday that that is not what my life is all about. You want it to be better. Isn't it not better that state got Mel Tucker for when they took him from Colorado? Wasn't he under contract there? He was. I did not like that Mel Tucker broke his contract with Colorado, and I especially did not like that he told Colorado, I'm not going to break my contract. Have you been to a game this fall? So you don't like him then? I've been to two halves. Really? Well, that's because he's campaigning, though. Yeah, so you, Second halves. Did you go into the stadium? I did. Did you cheer for the team he's coaching? I cheer for Michigan State. I don't cheer for the coach. But he happens to be coaching the team, so you're okay with it is what you're saying. Yeah, if it benefits I you. I cheer Exactly. That's what's crazy about college. No, 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 no. Exactly. No, yeah. if, no, when John okay. L. Smith was a coach, I cheered for the team. When Bobby Williams was the coach, I cheered for the but team. You wanted, you wanted John when L. George out. Perlis, who I thought was reprehensible in many ways, coached, I cheered for the team. Did you want him out? Did I want who out? Perlis. Yes. Smith. Uh, I liked Smith. Bobby Williams. When Bobby said he didn't know what he was doing, that was kind of enough for what me. What about Tucker? Do you want him out I just because he, I want he Tucker, broke his contract? I want, he hasn't broken it yet. Well, he did with until, Colorado. Until Mel Tucker proves that he's not a man of his word in East Lansing, I will expect Oh, in East Lansing. Contract. Okay. So when he did it in Colorado, you didn't care. I did care. I just said minutes ago that I didn't like it. It was the one thing about him I didn't like. But not enough to actually boycott the College games. College athletics or is like not that. this egalitarian. I don't world. go for the coach. I don't know why you don't understand. I go for Michigan State. That is my team. That is where I'm connected. That is what I care for. I know what you're saying. Whether you don't you're have a journalism student a fan. or whether you're an athlete, That's what you're saying. I, I, I know what you're saying, Emil. When Michigan was terrible, I still rooted for him. I still root for and him now. And I don't weekend. like Har- I don't like Harbaugh. Exactly. And I still root for him. There you go. That's what it's all about. Kalina, <laughs> save us. What do you want me to say? If Tucker leaves, I'm going to cry. I love Tucker. Out. There you go. He's a nice guy, too. He would walk into his office every morning last year when I was getting my COVID test. always would say hi. and mm. I don't know. And those, those players, they like him. I mean, oh, they, it seems like they, a That's great, the thing. They I was love him, actually. talking to coach. some of the players last weekend, and they all love Tucker. Yeah, they don't want him going I anywhere. I can and, totally see why LSU would want him. Well, yeah, everyone wants that's him. That's the irony. And they Our play, team sucks the irony last of college year. football. They right? play their butts off for him. Mm-hmm. They sure do. Our team was garbage last year and the year before, and all of a sudden we're one of the best teams in the United States, just out of nowhere. So far. Maybe one of the best eh. teams in the planet. So far. <laughs> We'd beat the shit out of that best Canadian college football team. Really? We are <laughs> in the top ten teams on the planet. You're still going to have a good season after Saturday. Don't worry about it. We'll be fine. I'm going. I'm weekend. going It'll to Purdue fine. after the election. That's my big trip. I'm going yeah. to Purdue. Really? To watch Purdue. I'll take you to nice a reward. Bit. I'll take you to a deli in Indy. You're going to go down to Indy. You're going to drive straight to West Lafayette. Ooh, what what a great choice! What a prisoner's uh, dilemma. <laughs> no, Indy's kind of a sneaky, cool town. I like. We've we've talked about Indy. We had you gave us a travel log that was on a previous episode <laughs> of right. ML Soul of Detroit. That was great. Uh, you may remember this. Uh, this is cool. I got to take a left here. Uh, the connection in my hotel room is bad. Hey, there's a sandwich shop. Hold on. <laughs> I think that was we had you in the room and on in the parking lot one time. Uh, there were different episodes, but yeah, yeah. I know we we had a rolling travelogue. And we also I, had you from uh, I was at a from gas the station hotel right outside motel the, by airport. the airport. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was at the gas station yeah. filling up the gas. The rental car, and then did the podcast. That was I'm so glad we could relive it. That was exciting. Almost, uh, yeah, you that almost was super choked exciting. to death on a Zagnut bar that you got at the uh, at the vending machine. Zagnut. That's yeah. Again, your taste in pop culture. Nothing like so, going out strong. Or a zero bar, perhaps. Yeah, thank you. Save us, Kalina, please. 
I don't know how to do anymore. Look, I'm, I'm doing. Sorry. A, I'm doing a Kalina. <laughs> there's no, I'm there's nothing the I can do to help you guys anymore. Oh, that's a good one. There's one guy I can help. So there's uh there's uh Come on Mark uh, Cyrus the day yeah. after yeah Cyrus where's Cyrus the day after Kalina um, gets back to campus she'll be turning in her paper what I did on my breaks like <laughs> spend some time with three old dudes where's one Cyrus? who mispronounces my name who's known me my whole life <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter Cyrus the name. I'm in some weird creepy basement I need help just call him Elric Elric yeah I've I've been called worse um, okay yeah, by so Sean last week. The uh, the campaign is almost over. You I will not be here. You just won't let that go, will you? <laughs> I enjoyed it. He wants us to relive, Every relive this, and relitigate it. It was great. Not the offer. If you stuff. weren't here, it wouldn't have been as much fun. You know what I mean? Like not if you, the offer. If you stuff. held a grudge and didn't come back, then it would bother me. But you know, not bygones the, are bygones. Not right? the offer stuff. None of it bothered me until Sean's bowels involuntarily released. Then I was like, okay, this went too far. And then he put it on a bag like Borat. So I bring this to you. Where the fuck is Cyrus? Going, going out strong. Okay. So uh, the campaign is almost over. Uh, next Tuesday, I don't know who's going to be hosting the show. Have you guys talked about this at all? No, not at all. Have you thought about it at all? I've thought about it a lot, yeah. We'll be fine. Any any leaders in the clubhouse? Don't worry we'll about it. We'll talk about something interesting. Don't worry about who's manning the ship change. if you're gone. Yeah. About that. You listen to it when it posts. Okay. That's um, my way of saying, no, I'm not sure yet. Okay, that's. <laughs> I don't have an that, answer for you. That, that would have been quicker, Dad. Um, the campaign is not over, but there is still time for you to get involved. Go to ml number four detroit.com. You can still donate. Believe me, we can use your help. Or if you'd like to volunteer, check it out. Or if you want to know where our election night party is, we have a really. Co- we're going to be at a super cool bar in the neighborhood, and next door is a tea room and a healing center that we're going to have as our overflow. It is one of the coolest businesses on the east side. It's new. It's fun. It's, uh, it's, it's mainly for women. And uh, they do some waxing. And I said, you know, if you guys have a dude's version of this coming up, I know some guys who could use some waxing. And I'm not, not going to take anybody out there. But, uh, but, Sean, I think we could probably get some sort of discount if, um, if we, ad- we give them some free advertising. For the back of my arms? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So it's the Healing Girl Center at 17325 Mac Avenue. Give them a call. It's a great place. And uh, and if you come to our victory party, you can come and take a little tour. Get, 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 get in touch with your get in touch with your feminine side. That's what they do on the Charlie LaDuff's No BS News Hour. And of course the Drew and Mike show. That place just reeks of lavender every single day right here on the Red Shovel Network. And for me. Last show as a candidate. Yeah, good luck, ma'am. I uh, cannot wait to... Um, We're all pulling for you. Yeah. I can't wait for the show to be over either. <laughs> How can I lose? Um, I would uh, see you in two weeks from today. But tune in next week. Uh, I will, because I have no idea what these knuckleheads are going to do. It'll be great. Anyways, they'll have something. It'll be great. This time. It'll and, be fine. Uh, and I'll be back on these airwaves on November 9th. Until then, I leave you in the good hands of the friends, the hands of my stumbling. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Next week. (laughs) Mark, how about this? Can I make you a promise next week? Yes. It won't take this long to wrap the show up. (laughs) Now he's going to do it on purpose. Kalina, do you know how we end this show? She's never made it this far through a show. I don't think so. So I've known you your whole life, and you don't know how we end this show. (laughs) No, do you know how I end my show? 
Touche. Say bitches, and then it's love it. Touché. I love it. That's a great I answer. like that Kalina finally sat up in her chair an hour and a half in. I know. I'm now sorry. you're criticizing our guest posture. No, I'm not criticizing. John hates everything about the show. I'm saying she's you know awake now. It's nice. A little bit. It's dark in here. I'm tired. Well, it's boring too. So that's I'm a good. Still a college oh, student. Jesus. I still have papers and exams. <laughs> Carlos, I, oh. Carlos, I never felt sorrier for you than I did today. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm going to tune to our good friend Cyrus too, if he would be so kind. Take us out. Can you dig that? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> This is Art Hour, ladies and gentlemen. Out of character, to assure you that the soul of Detroit has no further significance than as the holiday offering it was intended to be. His own radio version of dressing up in a sheet and jumping out of a bush and saying boo. Starting now, we couldn't soap all your windows and seal all your garden gates by tomorrow night, so we did the best next thing. We annihilated the world before your very ears. You will be relieved, I hope, to learn that we didn't mean it and that both institutions are still open for business. So goodbye, everybody, and remember, please, for the next day or so, the terrible lesson you learned tonight. That grinning, glowing, globular invader of your living room is... John Windsor. If your doorbell rings and nobody's there, that was no Martian. It's Halloween. Halloween. <laughs>